see you take the blue pill and you stay in your normal boring life you take the red pill you take a chance on the media masterminds and the pfizer vaccine welcome back to the media masterminds we are here with a extremely packed show could end up being supersized extra guests i am your co-host mr pop paul joining me a new man he's back and better than ever i don't know where i was gonna go with it he's not better than ever he's be- he's like eh. he's been here but he's back but but now he's got the power of magnetism uh mr benny rose if you will oh i'm the one percenter now <laughs> what's oh, up baby. people ah we're doing this again huh it's been some time we uh had some movie theater experiences and not we together have. not we together <laughs> independent of one another separate but equal they would call that i think well not really because we did it on different days not so much okay okay <laughs> i'll take it so we have a lot of spoiler discussion our most probably ever for this episode. We have the final two episodes of Rick and Morty, the middle of the season for what if we have episodes four and five. And then we both saw Shang-Chi and the 10 rings, two different experiences. We'll go through those. I think a little bit, probably more so mine than yours, even though there's not a whole lot to it uh, as we mentioned previously. So we're going to do the usual news, what we're watching my pick but we're going to try and probably speed through some of this stuff just because there's so much spoiler discussion. Uh, and I feel like there's not a ton of, we're probably missing some stuff just based on uh, the other things that we know we have to talk about, but let's dive right in on the uh, topic that was on this outline and then deleted from the outline. All right. Yeah. It as you added it and you mentioned to me that you added it like two weeks ago. So and- and what was great about it is I was able to go back into the app, screenshot it before it updated. So because we didn't remember what it was. Back it wasn't, in time, I guess, if you will. I guess, I guess it wasn't that important. But it looks like it is because we're going to talk about it. But we've talked about all these movies kind of, I don't want to say in limbo, but just on the way, unsure of where they're going to do what they're going to do over the coming months with, uh, you know, the current state of the world and. You know, are movies really going to do well in the theaters or, you know, are they going to have to consider the hybrids? And we know Sony is pretty much one of the main studios that has not done that yet. Um, So Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife is actually being pushed uh, a week. Do you remember the exact date? That's the only thing I don't remember, unfortunately. Mm, I I believe it's now moved up a week. Yeah. So like they're they're pushing it out sooner versus delaying it after it's been delayed several times. So, I mean, that's a good sign. Um, I think that They're pushing it up, not back. Meaning like a week earlier, right? Am, am I just yeah. like not saying right. it right? <laughs> no, no, but yeah, usually when you say you push the movie back means they're actually pushing it away, but yeah, your verbiage right. would be right. Cause right. If you push it, you're bringing it back. You're, you're making we're it pulling, come out earlier. It back earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But on. that's not usually, you know, they, yeah. they say they, they moving you know, it up the schedule, it, put, pushed it up. Yeah, they're Push moving it up. up the schedule. Yeah, right. That's fine. Yeah, I get so to see it. I get class, to see it earlier. 
Hercules, Hercules, we get to see it a week earlier. That's what's that's what's important. Yeah, it's the moral of the story. And uh, yeah. you know, we're but that was all triggered much- by Paramount. So Paramount oh, yeah. re- uh, right. delayed some stuff. They delayed uh, Top Gun out of this year. Uh, Jackass, Jackass, which was I think was it this year or the beginning of next year? It, it was it was this year. Yeah, it was all oh, right. It was like October. I think there was a trailer for it in the beginning of Shang Chi. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we, we had the same trailer then and mission impossible also got delayed so then yep. sony just moved ghostbusters into the slot of top gun because i believe it's the thanksgiving spot like the wednesday before thanksgiving which is like a primo it right. used to be a primo movie movie spot we'll see if it is this year especially by thanksgiving who knows right no well the good thing here too you know obviously we're gonna be talking a lot about shang chi later just to say it quick is you know we have been seeing the numbers are good. Um, I think Disney's happy and it's definitely a sign of people will go to the movies for something that they really want to see. And something that I've said in the beginning, I said, if anybody's going to bring butts to the seats, it's going to be Marvel and, and Disney. McFoley. McFoley. <laughs> I think he's going to bring seats to AEW. He has been trashing WWE's total side, side, uh, side wind on that. I have never seen him be as open as he has been on Twitter. He's like, WWE, you got a problem. Like, he's just blatantly calling them out. It's it's interesting. But anyway, that's not what this show is about. That's another show for another time. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to bring up the fact that, you know, I think the we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel with, you know, results that Shang-Chi is putting out. And, you know, hopefully we don't get movies that we're looking forward to getting delayed. Um, it looks like potentially stuff like Eternals is going to be theatrical, you know, only based on the strength of that. And, you know, as much as we are not like in love with going to theaters, like we used to, we found ways to, to make it work in our favor. So we'll, we'll see, obviously we won't be able to do stuff like that with every movie we want to see, but the more important ones we will. So. Yeah. So my, my perspective is uh, Shang-Chi definitely, did better than they expected well, by, a, by a significant amount. It did better than they expected. So that's great, but it's still not Marvel standards of what they expect money wise. Of course. So, but I think that's, it's becoming the expectation for where we are, you know, like yes. this is good money. Now, two years ago, this would not be good money to them. Right. Right. And in, with an origin story of a hero of, you know, uh, that no one really knows. Right. Who, who knows how much better it would have actually done i don't know it might not have done that much better it did worse than black widow though so right even if you take out the disney plus numbers but right. i'm not i'm not going to be pessimistic i still think it's great it's better than they thought it was going to be i really enjoyed it so we'll, i mean we're going to dive into it later but there's no reason to bury the lead i know you really enjoyed it also so, you know, it's a great movie. And if it works for you to go check it out in the theater, then check it out. If not, you got another month or so where it'll go on streaming. So you don't have to wait that long. The problem is right. that all the spoilers are out there already. And even Marvel is tweeting posters of some of the characters from the movie that were surprises. And we're not going to spoil anything now. We'll, we'll go into it later. So if you haven't seen it, I'm not spoiling anything for you, but probably stay off of Twitter. <laughs> And uh, places TikTok. like that, like TikTok, TikTok is worse because TikTok oh, yeah. is you just you slide. And if they're already talking about it or they have the picture in the background, you're done. 
That's the most that's dangerous territory. I'm, see, that's I'm, not, I'm an old man. I don't I don't use TikTok. No, you're just you're just a normal human being with common sense. You're not you're not I like me. that. I'll I'll use that. I'll use that sound bite. Thank you. I like that. You, you got it. I mean, look, I spend many uh, many it. hours on TikTok. Sheesh. Moving on. Moving on. Did you watch this next thing on here? I did. Uh, I thought oh, I was. Okay. Uh, I thought I was back in 1999. So we got the first trailer for Matrix Four, which is Matrix Resurrections, and I don't know what the fuck is going on in this trailer. Uh, it's Neo Wick, essentially. Yes, but it's Lawrence Fishburne thing. got got a lot younger. I think he doesn't he doesn't look the same anymore. Wow. So they recast, they recast Morbius, right? Morpheus, Morbius, whatever the fuck, Morpheus. He's not a he's not a vampire. Yes, he's the living (laughs) vampire. They're gonna mix up the movies together. Sony's pushing it, pushing it back. They're gonna push it back. I think that's the name of the episode. Push it back. (laughs) (laughs) So listen, push it real good. But you feel good. <laughs> I, anytime I think of that song, I don't think about anything else but Grandma's Boy. Just throwing that out there. Amazing movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Push it back. Well, so, Matrix trailer. Yeah. <laughs> really? Like the big thing I don't like about it is how do you have a Matrix movie with the Matrix concept in 2021? Um give me the red pill any day. I don't want to be here. Like, you know, <laughs> like before right. we wanted to escape a fake reality. I hope that this is a fake reality. I don't want to be here. Like it's yeah. just, it's just weird storytelling for the times that we're in. But I think the other That's factor true. of, I didn't is, think of it. I didn't think of it like that, but there's also just a lot of parallels that worry me about any movie franchise that comes back years after it's been established is Let's make this the best part of the movies that everybody loved, which you pretty much mirror things that worked instead of just kind of going in a bold direction and taking some of that as inspiration. And I'm going to use not an action movie as a reference. I'm going to use a comedy, Dumb and Dumber. You literally had a, a movie that was one of my favorite comedies of all time. You bring back these characters all these years later. You make them older. You acknowledge they're older but you make it the same goddamn movie. Like, why? Star Wars. <laughs> the last no, trilogy. let's not get into that. I'm just making, you know what I mean? Like, it's the, that's the bad taste that I got from the trailer. And there's even a scene where, like, the cops are going towards somebody and you see, like, a projection of something that's happening. showing the old movie. Like, what? <laughs> like, what well, is going that, on? That may show you some more down into the Matrix. Into the goddamn rabbit hole. Which now, I can't remember the third movie at all, and I'm going to have to torture myself to rewatch it before this comes out. But so they wake up or something in the third one. Like, I don't remember. No, like, so they, so why the don't idea, they know each other now? No, I think what's happening here for the sake of if we're going to talk about story is by the end of the third movie, Neo fights Agent Smith. He essentially wins. He like kind of sacrifices his energy to kind of get rid of the machines to some degree it kind of like kills him his body is kind of like taken almost like a 
like the fallen Christ, if you will, like the machines oh, are good, take, yeah. like Here the machines. Let's, let's compare you know, it to real. Well, I'm saying the they, 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 it was no, because there was literally they talked about it being like biblical comparisons, like he was the savior. So they have him like religion. Now you're getting all canceled. Right, get don't, out don't, of here. don't talk abortions in Texas. All right. All right. So you, you're taking it too far now. You're taking it too far. Push it back. Push it back. <laughs> all right. We'll push it. Push it real what good. I, what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is we don't know what happened to Neo's body. The idea is that the, the body was potentially taken from the machines. So what I'm thinking is happening here is they're jacked. They jacked him back into the matrix, oh, yeah. keeping him, oh, keeping yeah. him, you know, sedated uh-huh. and kind of resetting his essence because he they're safer from him when they have him in, in the confinements. But then you have like Doogie Hauser in there who's potentially probably force feeding him uh, the pill that needs to, that he needs to stay there. Um, the fact that he looks like he does in every other movie kind of takes me out of it because I'm like, you don't even you're like The Rock. You don't even change your appearance anymore. You know, like The Rock is going to be Black Adam, but it's The Rock. Like all you're going to do is paint over his tattoos. Give him a wig at least, you know, put a little effort. Like he literally looks like Neo meets uh, the other dude, John Wick. <laughs> John Wick the meets other the dude. dude meets the other dude from Cyberpunk. Like it's literally just That's a hybrid. Just of Keanu these... Reeves now. I get that, but like to me, that takes me out of it. You know what I mean? Okay. The other thing is, there's just a lot of parallels to a lot of cinematic scenes from the other movie. The Kung you Fu might battle. Not ju- you might not be the audience. We both might not be the audience for this movie. I think the you're just explaining the your thoughts on resurrection is the most I've ever heard anyone talk about that movie before. So, yeah, it's and sad that I remember it, unfortunately. <laughs> but I think I, almost, I, I, I fell asleep in the theater watching it. So from what I hear, the idea is that this is supposed to be like a younger Morpheus. I don't know from like if they're yes. going to start doing multiverse, yeah. which is that's what it sure seems like. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he, he could be a program. This is not another trilogy. This is just like, let's fix that third movie, how awful it was, and leave you on a good high note. Well, don't go back to the real world, because everything in the Matrix is what made the Matrix great. As soon as they jacked it, they pulled him out of the movie, uh, out of the game, out of the, the Matrix. The game, we're going all over the place. Yeah, it is a game. It's all a joke. I know. <laughs> like we've said in the past, past yeah, episode, you know, we love the first one, and that's it. You know, it could have been what, one and done. What makes me, oh, what, what brings me to... to comes to my mind i'm a fucking idiot uh when you say about you know like the real world and stuff is i think of the the first movie when uh, joey pants is is eating the steak and he think he's eating with agent smith and he's like i know the steak isn't real but it tastes fucking delicious and that's like that makes yeah. you realize like there's things in the matrix that people you know want to enjoy that isn't as good as the real world and now like i don't know it makes it me, me it makes me what you said about the what the current state of the world and everything but the movie's well, not it, probably going to portray that but it makes me worry then now that you're saying that is are is this movie going to be too real and they're going to tie it in into that final that vibe where now it's justified to be you know getting out of the matrix because people don't want to be there you know like are they going to portray that the world is not worth staying in i don't think so it would be kind of crazy you know if you kind of take it in that yeah. approach because my, my I, brain feels scrambled from this conversation <laughs> <laughs> if I, between working today it's friday and and my brain i don't think can handle the matrix right now 
I think you need to. Uh, no, I'm not going to say it because it, it. Yeah, no, I'll leave it alone. I was going to tell you to jack somewhere, and it wasn't going to. It wasn't going to be in. Oh, I'll jack. <laughs> I know kung fu. Uh, all right, so let's move on because, as you said, you got we had a chalk full of stuff to talk about, and we're still in news, so dangerous. Yeah. Um, so last thing for news is Halloween Kills, a movie that originally was going to be going up against. Uh, forgive me, I don't remember. <laughs> it was a movie. It was, supposed to, it was a Venom, right? Yeah. So Venom we talked about got delayed, um, but Halloween Kills still has October fifteenth. And now Venom got pushed up back, back, <laughs> up back, flip it and reverse it. Now it comes out October 1st. Apparently runtime of 90 minutes. Yikes. Yep. <laughs> You're going to walk but, in. The, the credits are going to be longer than the movie. <laughs> Yikes. But the big news with Halloween Kills is we are going to get it in the theaters and we're going to get it on Peacock, which, on is, very, which is very surprising. Very that, surprising. That was a very, very last minute decision, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, and it was delayed because they wanted to put it in theaters. It was delayed the right. year. Because they wanted to put it in theaters and make sure it was, you know, shown and close to Halloween. On top of that, yeah. that was the goal. Crazy, but uh, yeah, they so could we have done this movie. last year. Yeah, so uh, Paul and I are probably going to be doing a nice, interesting show for for that. We'll see what happens, <laughs> and uh, we'll 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 get back to you then. But now we're gonna move on to the meat and potatoes, the prick of the week. And guess what? It's not mine. <laughs> It's somebody's got a, somebody's got a prick. What is it? Oh, it's... we both got pricks. I mean, so <laughs> easy now. Children's I'm going to eliminate two birds with one stone here. So my pick of this week is another thing from the what we're watching segment of, of the show. Oh, excuse me, baby. I got a lot of I got a lot of burpees there. I got a little burp for you. <laughs> but <laughs> this is a new show brand new show it's a hulu exclusive show i don't know if you've heard about it or anything like that it is called only murders in the building it stars uh steve martin martin short selena gomez as those are the leads and it has a ton of cameos in it also so so far they've put up four episodes there's only going to be six i don't know if they're going to do multiple seasons And it's basically about like an apartment building in Manhattan and all three of the people I mentioned, you know, Martin Short and and Steve Martin and Selena Gomez are all tenants in the building. And there the show kind of opens with them uh, listening to like, you know, like the murder podcast is like the new trend where people like listen to the true life murders and like reenactments and shit like that. So they're all fans of this show and they all figure out each other is a fan of the same podcast. And that's how they begin talking to each other. And then on that very night, a murder happens in the building. So they see this as an opportunity for them to start their own podcast and investigate the murder in the building they live in. And there are tons of twists and turns along the way of what information is being withheld and who knows who and so forth. And a lot of swerves, bro. So it's, it's a really, really well done show, in my opinion. It might be one of my favorite shows I've watched this year of a new stuff, of a new show. And it is on Hulu exclusively. And there's two more episodes they drop on Tuesday. 
So by the time this comes out, you'll have a new episode tomorrow and then one more episode after that. So I watched uh, the four episodes in like a day and a half just because it really hooked me in. I really I, I happen to like Steve Martin, Martin Short, and I think Selena Gomez this is the first thing I've seen her in, but she does a really good job. It's, it's gory. It's funny. It's, you know, like uh, sarcastic. It's it's it, it checks a lot of the boxes. Uh, it, it does. It feels like a little bit like Knives Out, maybe to put a point of comparison for you. I was going to say it definitely com- sounds like the comical. whodunit, which I know you like. In general. Yes. Yeah. Mystery. Yeah. Yeah. And it, but it has its own little wacky kind of spins on things too. So I would I highly recommend it. Sounds good. I will definitely check it out. Sounds interesting. I like that it's a show versus a movie. It seems like that yeah. that genre tends to go in the movie route. That's yeah. Cool. So this way they can kind of end on a on, on a cliffhanger on each episode, kind of. Right. Get the uh, gumshoe beat going in there. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Nobody got that but me, and that's okay. Yep. All right. So that was a that was a good prick of the week. Now we move on to what we're watching, which is going to be half cocked because uh, I've watched next to nothing this week, other than my usual one TV show and the stuff that we'll be discussing at the end. So I bring back to you the legend pop. Oh, thanks. Let's jump right back. <laughs> So all of my things, words in there. <laughs> all of my things are just continuations on previous shows. So Brooklyn Nine Nine, I've continued to watch. Uh, Behind the Attraction returned, as we mentioned on the previous show. So I watched just the Castles episode, which I thought was was pretty cool. As someone not to gloat, but someone that's been to nearly every castle on the show around Hold the on. world. Hold on, I'm. Uh, I don't know if you hear that. I'm just cleaning off the uh, the dirt on your shoulder. You get a little proud of yourself there. <laughs> Sorry. As you know, I've only not been to Paris yet, so that's the only castle I'm missing from my checklist. But it did have some interesting. <laughs> it did have some interesting stuff that I didn't know about, and uh, that show is we've both recommended it already. So it's 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 a no brainer. Uh, the last thing is what we do in the shadows. Uh, which I've mentioned before on the show. I've mentioned the movie on the on the show before, but there is also the show. I'm not sure if I mentioned the show. It's an FX yeah. show. It's on Hulu. I ran through the entire second season because the third season was dropping last week, which it did. Or was it last week? Or it might have been the week before. I think it was last week. And uh, they dropped two two new episodes. It's really good. It, it's really really. It's one of my one of my top picks for this year. Also, it's not a new show, unlike Only Murders in the Building, but uh, I think this show has gotten better as it's gone. Like the first season, uh, the first couple episodes were kind of like a trog for me, and I said, I think on the show that the movie is much much better. And now, like as you've grown with these characters, there is, I, I really want to spoil it, but I I don't want to spoil it just because it's such a cool moment. You think you would ever even watch this show? You've told me to watch the movie, and I know you said it's not easiest to find. So, yeah, you could say what you want. I mean, it's not going to ruin anything for me, but spoilers uh, okay. ahead for anybody that does watch the show. Very brief, um, very brief for season two. This was season two, or even it might have been the end of season one. Uh, 
there's a vampire council in the show and they have actors and they mention actors who played vampires in movies but as if they're really vampires so like oh Kiefer couldn't make it tonight from like Lost Boys so they have a few of those I won't spoil them but the one that's worth mentioning is oh he couldn't join he's on Skype Uh, the day walker Wesley Snipes is on Skype with us tonight and he's on and he's on Skype with them and they will and, and they use the internet joke, of course, like they're losing connection. Oh, what the fuck did he say? What, what do you have to say? So it's really, really, really well done. I mean, it, it, it kind of ruins the, a little bit yeah. of it. But yeah, I That's mean, we funny. talk so much Marvel and stuff that how yeah, cool is that it for that? Sense. That's cool. And he's actually in it. Yes. That's cool. Not he's not physically there, but he's on the screen and he he's. You can tell it, it's he recorded for the, the show. Like he's talking about, oh, what did he mention? What, what's his name? So. Got it. Cool. Very cool. That's it. That's all of what I've been watching or all that I can remember from what I've been watching. Because <laughs> there's a lot of rehash. Well, yes. for me, it's going to be Titans, which uh, I, I feel like it's starting to become a trog now. Um, not liking the direction where it's going now. Because, I mean, again, we've talked about, obviously, Red Hood being a focal point of the story. Not going to go into it because I know you haven't watched it. Um, But they've definitely, the show has departed from what we know much, much more. Um, Other villains from Batman canon are in it. Um, I would have liked to see them presented a little differently. But uh, it's cool to some degree. But I feel like it's, it's dragging now. We're on episode seven. And I feel like we've gone nowhere, really. It's just like they're they're just trying to stop the Red Hood. Like it's like there's not much else going on. Um, I want it to pick up. We'll see. Um, I don't remember if I said I watched the Behind the Attraction see uh, the second set of episodes. I think I watched the first three. You know, my knowledge is not as versatile as uh, Legend Pop himself, but I do. We've gotten very, very highbrow here. I I do tend to say that I would consider myself a Disney fan if that's appropriate enough. But would would you consider yourself a big as big a Disney fan as a Blues Clues fan? Where do you fall on Disney and Blues Clues? Do you need a hug? I'm proud of you. You look great. Whatever you're doing. Working, keep doing it. It sounds like Michael Scott. No, that's that's Steve. That's what she said. <laughs> the behind the tractions, great episodes. <laughs> it's awesome for me to uh learn more that I don't learn from Paul because most of my Disney lore does come from him and his wife. Uh, whatever I don't know, they teach. Um, we're teachers, it's, it's Some cool to learn more ways than others. Uh, we don't talk about that on the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about it in the air? You want to lay the dirty laundry? Come on. Drop trout. Drop, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know what, what, where we're going. My my mention was that my wife is an actual teacher, and I am not an actual teacher. But that's that was where I was going. That's definitely not where I went. Mind's uh, in the gutter. Yeah. My mind's in the gutter as always. So I'm going to eat trash. We're again. not talking about anal fisting teaching here. So I right, see you took it to a whole level again. 
Yeah, I, think I want to know I did, where you I, got her. Georgie mm, boy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I like that they talk a lot about the California parks that I have zero exposure to. So it's it's nice to see um, such a difference. You know, like I didn't know for a while that the park was as small as it is by comparison. Because again, my exposure as a kid was Disney World. So, you know, obviously I've been close to Disneyland when I've gone to uh, trade shows in, in Anaheim, but I've never been through the gates. So it's cool that, you know, they have some stuff that's so different than, you know, like the hotel, not the hotel, um, the Tower of Terror, how it's like a completely different ride there now. And that was the first you know, of episodes. No, I'm just saying overall, like what I've learned from from that show. Oh. You know how different the parks are and stuff like that. But yeah, the castles are. I like that they have that whole mirage thing going on, where certain parts of the castles built smaller to make it look bigger. In California, and, right? Yeah, right. But yeah, overall, it's uh, it's it's a fun watch. I like more about the attractions that I know versus like Hall of Presidents can give two shits about. Yeah, they, they they didn't really do a good job with the splitting of the episodes. Like all the good attractions were in the first half. Exactly. I feel at least. No, I agree with you. So, but that's it for me. All right. So we have uh, we have someone in the wings waiting to join our uh, spoiler discussion. Should I should pipe in a Jericho? Wow, a countdown. Uh, I'll be lazy and probably not. <laughs> but we should let him in. Let him in. See Break how the shows down. <laughs> see how bad everything is. America. <laughs> America. We have a, we have a, a, a no image. We just have an audio, a voc a vocal tyrant on, on the show with us. That's very American. Hold on. I changed my settings. Your green room is very lovely. Uh, I was gonna say are you changing your uh your voice too? You're changing a voice box? America. Yep. America. Um I don't know if you guys are aware, but this Oh, we lost them. <laughs> oh, it, wait a minute. How many times is he going to get admitted into the room? Admit another person. Look at this. We got multiple <laughs> iPhones. There he is. Oh, what the what Libyans, they got me. <laughs> the Libyans got me. Report to Zoom. I don't need that. You're going to report me to Zoom? That's not nice. There we go. <laughs> Joe is live aware. in the garage. He's going to show off the garage here. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear, but we have the fireworks for 9-11, apparently. Oh, mm. is Kenny setting them off? Or? Uh, if he was, it would be 9-11 sequel, probably. <laughs> wow. Uh, send hate mail to uh, <laughs> Joe, not us. We're going to go into spoiler discussion, and uh, what we'll do, I guess, is we'll push Rick and Morty off until either the end or not at all, depending on, on time. And uh, we'll do What If and Shang-Chi, because Joe has joined us as we have not done them yet. So let's do What If first. I'm sure Joe has watched both episodes four and five. I've only watched four. You could spoil. Really? Me. I'll I'll watch it tonight. Yeah, I haven't gotten around I'm to it. I'm very surprised in you. 
There's not a whole the lot sub- to spoil in five either way. The subject but- matter doesn't. I don't. I don't get off on the undead. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get into that, I guess. Then, so the episode four was what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Mister Benny, thoughts? Awesome, dark, not where I thought it would go, and it just continues the the trend that I'm seeing is they're they're doing a lot of genre bending. They're mixing the show to kind of give every episode its own feel. You know, like we've said before, we've had a whodunit episode, we've had kind of like a straight parallel for the most part of, you know, some of the other movies we've had, um, you know, just some over the top, like with the, the star Lord style episode, but I, I like that there was heavy consequences and there wasn't really a resolve by the end of it. Like that. I felt that, you know, and I, I do like that we have our first kind of connection with the watcher. And the fact that he was so powerful that he acknowledged him and he recognized that he was there and he pretty much let him suffer, essentially. You know, as much as he wanted to, to get involved, he didn't. I still think he's going to at a point, and I don't think that was the time. But we'll save that for another time. But uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the depth that, you know, the character had between the, the polar opposites by the end when he's pretty much fighting himself and we're seeing like the strange that we know versus the strange that, you know, has now lived potentially centuries, you know, just stealing uh, powers from beings from all different times and space. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Joe. I was a little misled by the title because it said he lost his heart. I thought they were going to do a riff on like him. Yeah, like on Iron Man, like how he, you know, has like the shrapnel going towards his chest or whatever. But there is a parallel to the Iron Man story to this episode, which just kind of came to mind. You know, in the Iron Man movies, he's driven to like, you know, protect the world with like an armor and everything he does is wrong. And Strange kind of does the same thing, except on a smaller scale, trying to save um christine from dying and every time it's like you can't do it and then he pushes himself to the point where you know he becomes pretty much like a like a monster towards the end of the episode right to the point where she's saved and she like wants nothing to do with him and the interaction with the watchers i agree with with benny it's planting seeds for him to interfere whether it be in this show or some other point in time i don't know but i mean we kind of seen the watchers and guardians as like a as like a little spoof where they've interacted with stan lee whether or not that's going to be an easter egg or they're going to tie that in because marvel has a tendency to tie up loose ends like that it remains to be seen but i think it was a it was a really good episode it's really dark like you guys said the last podcast i think that this is not a show for kids every week my wife's like oh maybe we could watch it with with our son and i'm like no, not anymore. No. That's that ship has <laughs> sailed after the first episode. I feel like, yeah, and even the first episode. I mean, it's still had Nazis and stuff, but depending on the age, they don't realize what Nazis and stuff like yeah. that. But you know, what made me this? I really enjoyed the episode, also, just to piggyback on it. But what made me think during the episode is how like he kept trying to save her every possible way and couldn't do it. So like, is our timeline the one? You know, like the only one where she potentially lives. 
because it's almost like the uh, Infinity War when he's checking all the alternate realities and he's like, the, there's just the one that they beat Thanos and it's like, is this the the one timeline we live in where she, well, she he's, survives? He, he's also trying to save her based on a decision that she's making. It has nothing really to do with, with him. Because as you yeah. see, like through every scenario, you know, he drives, she dies. He takes another route, she dies. He makes her drive, she dies. They stay at a, they go to someplace yeah. else, she still dies. It's all coming down to her decision to actually go with him. And I don't remember in the movie, do they? No, she's not with she's, him. She's, she, he's by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like yeah. she stands him up or something, right? That it's I like don't a war remember, dinner or but something. I know, I know that he was by himself when he, you know, yeah. he gets into the car wreck. So yeah, I don't, I don't even funny. think they were that they were they were close, but I don't think they were. I don't think his love was as noticeable in the movie, for example, you know, versus the show, because I watched it again recently, and you could tell, you know, when he's seeing her again later on, you know, like they're kind of coming terms with each other. But it's not like yeah. he's he's not fighting for her love. He's just he just needs her help. So it's a really big dynamic change, I think, from the relationship standpoint. But um, I think the other big thing too is. When we talk about, you know, is this the time, like, I think in, in their branch, she's destined to die. Like you said, doesn't matter how she dies, but she's, she's destined but to she die. But she has to die. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, you know, at this point, I think he was creating branches every time the death was alternate, you know, and he, we don't realize that because. But he kept rewinding he, time. But I still think that theoretically, yeah, he's 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 bringing his branch back, but those other ones have already cascaded, so we don't know where they're going. Because again, the other think, thing too I is when you're, you're when back, the, back in your your world of going way too far into it. I don't think so because the ancient <laughs> one, when the ancient one is fighting with him at that point where she zaps him with the power and she specifies that she splits him at that point and fits them in one universe. We've already gotten two branches that are acknowledged. They're not going to acknowledge every single branch. That's the reality. But the concept of the show is every little decision that is altered creates another branch. I'm not saying we need to, to worry about the branches, but I think that every time the car landed differently or that she died in the restaurant or whatever it was, there's a different branch on how he, by, how he, how, how he the, takes that. By that theory, then every time he dies to Dormammu in the movie, then you're making a different reality also. I would think so. No, I, I would definitely, I would definitely think so. I think I that think if so. she's, if she's destined to die, like that's the whole branch It's like she dies and then he's trying to fix it. That's the it. entire branch. It doesn't, yeah. I don't think it goes that far. It's well, very the same deep thing, way just, of thinking. Just the same way with Thanos rewinding time after they destroy the infinity stone. So then, the, then that would be a different timeline also. But I think, yeah, I, I it, that makes more sense now that I'm thinking about it because I, that's something that they talked about in Loki, which, you know, yeah, but, you know, the Avengers went and did this, but yeah, they were destined to do that. Their timeline lets them go back in time. Yeah. So like, you know, maybe you're right. So he probably is just going back and resetting. That makes more sense. Fair enough. I was just thinking about, yeah. you know, we spend so much time seeing the car land one way and then all of a sudden it lands a different way, but it yeah. didn't change anything. And then obviously going different places. But that's well, like butterfly point never effect changed. almost, right? That like it's meant to happen, yeah. it's gonna happen one way or another. You change one uh, thing, everything changes. Yeah. And he it just was, wants 25 was... seasons of the show. That's what it is. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. fine with that. Uh 
it was it was a really heavy <laughs> episode. I I, uh, I really liked it though. I thought I like and like Joe said, it's something I've mentioned to both both of you guys is this is not a very kiddie show. They're actually not even kid friendly to have to explain the themes of of what's going on in this. Uh, but let's go to episode five, even though Joe hasn't uh, watched them. So we get zombies uh, loosely, very, 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 very loosely adapted zombies from the comic. I would dare I say probably not even tied Just to the, the comic co- I at think, all. I think, I think the concept the of, Mar- of Marvel zombies and that's it. Yeah. Uh, and basically it's <laughs> I'm, someone fucks up again and brings a zombie outbreak back to us and uh that fuck up is is hank pym again so hank pym pym has fucked things up in multiple timelines in one show and he brings he brings (laughs) a outbreak back to which the world gets infected and it gets really bad once the avengers are affected because they have so these zombies are aren't just brain dead zombies they still use the abilities like the you know they're pretty conscious Hulk, of what they're able to do. Right. Hawkeye is still shooting bow and arrows and Iron Man is using his his blasters. And so my problem with this episode was, uh, as we've talked on the show, we're, we're big horror fans and zombie fans and stuff. And to, to an extent, it was done fine, but it just felt like it was very, very rushed. This could have been like a Halloween special that was like an hour or dare I say even more. You're, you're going like at a breakneck speed and this is one of the shorter episodes actually of, of the yeah. bunch also it's i mean only a couple and minutes shorter but it's got the you're, most characters you're seeing, char- you're seeing char- exactly you're seeing characters boom 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 what this one comes in this one shows up this one's dead and this one and then and you're mostly following around the hulk and him banding together the people that are remain basically of who aren't infected and trying to find salvation and so forth and you're just the characters are dying and this one's showing up and then captain america shows up and he's on the screen for like less than a minute and then like it's just too much too fast uh i didn't care for the humor in the episode it was kind of jokey for supposedly being this such a grim world and then coming off such a heavy episode like episode four uh i think they should have taken it a little more seriously the world is infected with a zombie outbreak uh there was little things here and there i i enjoyed obviously the most of the voice casting is back and uh paul rudd is in it reprising as ant-man which i thought he does, did a really good job in it uh chadwick boseman is in it briefly as black panther bucky i mean vision paul bettany you know you, you got most of the casting back surprisingly tom holland is not spider-man i was a little thrown off by that I think he was probably filming uh, Uncharted when they were recording the sessions. I mean, I'm sure most of this recording was done remotely. They could have found a way to do it if you wanted to do it. They should have had Andrew Garfield. (laughs) They could have had. That would have been good. (laughs) Everybody was actually hoping they would have gotten one from one of the animated series, but they got this guy because he sounded close to Tom Holland. So the the kid tried his best. He tried. Uh, yeah, so the, the thing I enjoyed probably the most about the episode was the parallels to WandaVision with Vision taking care of Wanda, who is infected and kind of reverse the scenario. Like he's making sure she stay, they don't kill her as opposed to someone hurting Vision in WandaVision. 
Uh, and that's probably the best thing. I really. The, the ending was like a, a, a bigger cock tease to me, and maybe that, that they'll go they'll do a second part to it next year, next season or something. Uh, they have uh, a zombified Thanos with all of the Infinity Stones minus the one Visions stone, which they were currently carrying with them, the, the remaining team. So, Benny, your your thoughts? I know I think we share a lot of thoughts on this episode and we're both zombie fans. And uh, we I know our views aren't shared because Julie, Julie really liked the episode. But I, I don't know when I talked to you and we seemed like we were on the same page with it. I think for me, I went in overhyped because I loved the idea. I love Marvel Zombies. I knew it wasn't going to be based off the comics, and that's okay. Um, I liked, you know, the hype that they did with the animation work on Cap. Because we that's really all we saw. We saw Cap and Iron Man, like in some of uh like the the previews. For me, I was sold on Zombie Hunter Spider-Man, and I feel like that was the biggest letdown, more so than the zombies. Because at least to me, the zombies looked good. Um you know, they, they did their damage, you know, for, for what we see with it. Um, but does he th- even kill any zombies? He doesn't. That's where, you know, it's like you hyped him up and he's, he's, you know, he's being Peter Parker from the MCU laughing at everything and, you know, shrugging his shoulders and just trying to make the best of a shitty situation, but like kind of having fun with it. Like, it, like you said, it goes into this goofy approach where they kind of like, He's filming a little show to like promote people, like to promote to get anybody that's still alive how to survive and like very tongue in cheek. And it just doesn't fit the mold. I get the reasonings they did it for his character and like, but like, you know, Happy's all, everybody's like just going along with it. I feel like the Grim World, everybody'd be like, dude, like we gotta like focus, you know? Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, you said it's like it's over before it starts. It's just, it's so fast paced. I like the beginning probably the most because we have those little bits of parallel with Infinity War. So the idea of like, you know, uh, Hulk coming down from the Bifrost, essentially we remember him warning Dr. Strange and Wong. They're not there. Um, You know, I like that. I feel like they must have used the dialogue from the movie, you know, when when his, his minions come down. You are here to bear witness of the children of Thanos, you know, and we get this Irish we start- a little bit. I, I ruined it. Sorry. <laughs> but um, that's when we first see that the superheroes, you know, in their zombie form are like utilizing their, their powers. As we mentioned, you know, you have Dr. Strange using all his uh, portals and he's almost like better at combat in zombie form than he is you know, in, in the regular MCU. So it's kind of strange. Um, Cap was the biggest disappointment because they overly hyped him for all the marketing and he's in it the least. <laughs> like you literally see him for 30 seconds. If that. If that. <laughs> you know, um, I thought it was a little strange. I guess, I don't know, for sake of spoilers. Oh, no, never mind. Because I'm thinking about the Lego what ifs how like the Bucky and then I remembered that the what ifs are the Disney plus. So that's not the what if version. Cause I'm like, he's got his long hair here. Like why are we, but I'm like, all right, two different versions. I prefer him. Like when he's like, that's from like a different, that. that's from the Dr. Strange timeline where she lives. That's a different Bucky. That's what happens. 
That's fine. That's and the fine. car flips over sideways. Yes. <laughs> it was a cool episode. I probably won't jump back and watch it over and over like I do with most of the other episodes. Um, yeah, to me, it was the worst of the bunch so far. I mean, agree, five episodes agree. in, so. Yeah, I mean, we're almost there, and I think the recruiting is starting soon. Mark my words. Oh, here we go. Yep, that's all right. You're gonna you're gonna be sorry. I'm not gonna be okay. We'll see. We'll see. You know, you throw shit at a wall, eventually something sticks. Yeah, especially if it's a sticky shit. So let's move to the main event here. Uh let Joe start off for Shang-Chi. Doctor. Oh boy. He's shrugging his head. I'm 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 nervous. I don't know. I don't I don't know what that means. Uh, this this falls into the bottom tier Marvel for me. Oh, I thought you enjoyed it. I did and I didn't. I don't know. It's it's a character I know nothing about. And you know, typically with the Marvel movies, like if they do you utilize like a lesser character, they have a way of drawing me into that character. But this movie did not work out for me i i think part of it too is you know they drew a lot on a lot of like chinese cinema which i'm not really familiar with and i've never really kind of had a you know desire to kind of get into the visuals are very heavy of like movies like hero and uh i guess crouching tiger hidden dragon which i mean the visuals were like good um you know it's and also i think part of it too is i'm just tired of these these fucking hero like origin stories you know we're like 20 something movies in and i think a little bit of that fatigue is starting to get on me especially if it's like you know yeah, but we haven't that, had an we haven't had an origin in, in in a while i yeah you know what it is i don't know i feel like kind of like if he kind of got thrown into the mix right away and they did like the origin story kind of like a little bit differently, maybe it would have taken to me. But did you think I this mean, was better than Black Widow? Mm, I would probably watch rewatch Black Widow over this, at least at this point in oh, time. That, maybe that surprises me. Maybe, maybe the well, that's not saying much for Black Widow because I mean, <laughs> I've watched, I've no, I've watched it twice already. And I, I don't know if I would really revisit it, but um. You know what's what's I can't even pronounce this guy's name. That plays Shang Chi. He seemingly he he's good. Aquafina is annoying. Yes, um, I'll give that I think I think, I, I think that's the point. Yeah, I mean she was very like annoying, and the I did like man, the Eagles joke though. She's like you just break <laughs> into song, and he's just us singing Hotel California. It, ha- it, ha- it did have good comic relief in it. And I'm still, I, you know, what rubs me wrong with this movie too? Is I kind of, I kind of got hyped with that. They were going to do a better Mandarin and I didn't really find the actor too intimidating and I don't really care how they handled it. When you have the fucking fake version of the Mandarin who they, kind of made up like a like a terrorist and it was like an amazing performance every that's like the performance you gotta top and th- this guy did not top it 
Um, uh, that's the first thing I thought of with you. I said, oh, he's going to be disappointed with the Mandarin. I know you love the Mandarin. So, you, you know, know what just, it is? He, he's, he's a marquee villain. Uh, he's not in the top 10. He, maybe he's top 20. You know, he's the Iron Man villain. You know, you don't make a Batman movie and you turn the Joker into like, you know, not the Joker. And that's what this guy is. And I kind of feel like they just kind of approached it. You know, I get it. They didn't want to make him racist. They didn't want to make it like, yes, you know, that's, outdated. The, that's the main problem. They're trying to be politically correct and but they all the cultural they, stuff. They could have still made him medicine. I, I get I get the point. Like he could have. I think we're falling back into the, the Marvel villain syndrome. Like we just can't get a lot of great Marvel villains. Yeah. I, and I go ahead, Joe. And the, the plot where like he hears like he hears Shang-Chi's mother calling out for help. I for sure thought that he was full of shit and he was just looking to conquer that, so did I. Yeah, that, I, that dimension like he did in the beginning of the movie. And I was very thrown for a loop that he was actually drinking the fucking dragon Kool-Aid and trying to break out his <laughs> wife out of this fucking dimension. And I was like, I was like, if his motivations was to just go through this fantasy world, I'm like, it probably would have redeemed his "Quote unquote Mandarin performance, but I don't. I, I don't know. I did I, like that, I that didn't, they moved away I didn't, from the fingers for the rings. Yeah, I didn't mind his performance. Actually, I I thought he did a pretty good job for uh, for a not real Mandarin character. I guess he would say. Uh, I read that they moved away from the rings because they they thought it would be too close to the Infinity Stones and Thanos. That's glow. that's what I figured when they when they finally showed off the visuals because you don't want to have a rehash of like a similar MacGuffin. But I think it works well the way he's got the rings on as bracelets and how he can manipulate them. And he kind of has the whiplash kind of effects and all the different things he could do with them. And I'm sure going forward, they'll do some interesting things with them also with uh, Shang-Chi still having them. But I, I, I enjoyed it quite well. I mean, I'd obviously watch it again. I'm not going to go see it in a movie theater again, but I uh, will definitely watch it right right away again on Disney Plus. And I thought it was it was well done for an origin story. It's it's definitely not the top tier Marvel. And based on what we're hearing and a lot of the Marvel stuff going forward is going to be more the movies themselves will be more of team up stuff. Yeah, uh, this is probably one of the last few that we get that isn't uh, driven by multiple heroes and multiple people in the movie but i i i thought it was good i'm glad that they got ben kingsley to come back and kind of round out his role i guess you could say it gave him uh, some closure yeah it's still a Unless little he returned it, for it, a sequel it still is a little disappointing like you said how he was portrayed but that's just i feel like the bitter taste you're gonna get from iron man 3 and there's nothing they could have done about that if they didn't have plans to use the mandarin or uh whatever his name really is, Wayne Lu or something like that. When, 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 Wu. when, Wu. but uh, if they didn't plan on using him in the rest of this phase, I guess it didn't matter what you did with him. Just to, it's just, he's, he's basically a character just to pass along the rings. Right. Ideally. Yeah, I guess. But I Sad. really enjoyed the, I enjoyed the choreography a lot for the fight scenes, the bus scene, the, the scaffolding scene. Was really yeah cool. the scene, the scenes are really well done for the fighting, and but the 
and it probably isn't going to hold up the best, but the end fighting sequences with the dragon and the demon things, that's that's like great stuff for me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't really fit the movie, but it's comic book. And that's what I've pitched on this show many times is I want comic book in my comic book movies. And that's them going crazier and giving you the more fantastic world and all these creatures that I'm sure will be tied into a Disney park eventually. And all these different things. And now we're getting into these creatures and we're getting into demons and we're, we're, we're really expanding and Eternals is going to bring us even more, right? We're just to keep expanding the universe and we're not just superheroes. We got all this other mystical and creatures and hell and deviants and Zack Snyder's eye beams and hobbits and fucking and trolls and leprechauns and how are the ducks? Dolls. How are the ducks? How are the ducks? Spider hams. Peter Porker. Do I, do I shake it, my hand? So, <laughs> Benny, what, what was your thoughts on the movie before we go into some of our more in-depth spoilers, I guess? I really enjoyed it because I feel like I have needed a fresh Marvel experience in the theater. I think the theater definitely helped me elevate and enjoy it more. I definitely feel that I may not have like loved it the way I loved it seeing at home. Um, I liked that they found a way for me to make me like a character I wasn't familiar with. Um, I really, I really enjoyed the use of the rings. I was disappointed that they weren't rings as well, but then again, you know, were they going to spend the time to talk about all the different entities within the rings Clearly, they don't have to do that now, or they still can, you know, because ideally, like, it looks like we're dealing with one power. You know, these rings, these bracelets are one energy, you know, whereas Mandarin had all these different powers from each ring. So um, the Wenwu thing, you know, he, he definitely doesn't seem menacing. We don't know how much in the background we really. Well, he's supposed to be reformed. Well, I'm talking about like when he was around, like, you know, we don't get to see that. You know what I mean? So like you don't get to know that menacing side. We've seen the Ten Rings banners um, used before. So obviously the existence of them was known because it matches. So the I think the weird perception of, you know, the, them not knowing that the Mandarin existed feels a little weird. Um, you know, I know that they talked to make the joke about, you know, Who's going to name me an orange, you know, like that was kind of poking fun at the name in the sense and kind of telling the audience, yeah, we're not going to have a Mandarin. That's, you know, that's done. You know, you're going to you're going to have your 10 rings. What we do with it is is in the air right now. Um, I like the choreography a lot. I felt that it was nonstop action. You know, there wasn't a little too much time to breathe, which is good uh, when it comes to like that kind of movie. The middle part of the movie, I felt dragged. I felt it could have been chopped up a little bit. Um, we didn't need to spend a lot of time with the like quiet steps as we pace into the third act. But then, yeah, the third act just kind of goes balls to the walls. Not what I was not expecting that. I thought that from the trailers we saw with all the the the, the entities and the monsters, whatever is happening, I thought that was going to be like a flashback scene more than a modern scene. I think you and I talked about that briefly, Paul. Um, I I want to say that it, it was probably one of the better origin stories for a character that I didn't know. You know, would I watch it again? Definitely. 
Um, is there going to be better stuff down the line? Yeah, I think this is a great way to start phase four. You know, like Black Widow wasn't, you know, the the Disney but Plus the show shows, has really started phase four the, anyway. I know, but like for me, there's a there's still that difference. Granted, the Disney Plus movies, uh, Disney Plus shows have been really good for the most part. But I feel like they're two different entities. And it's not because it's a TV show. It's because of the pacing and how everything is broken up and piecemeal versus you getting one big, you know, two and a half hours of whatever you're going to get versus 20, 20 minutes or 40 minutes at a clip. Um, I definitely think it's going to connect directly to Eternals like we talked about. And uh, it makes the most sense of where we go next. I think that we're all waiting for just Spider-Man and Doctor Strange at this point. So everything else is filler at this point. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Um, I think it's crazy that this show, that this movie has the highest audience review on Rotten Tomatoes out of any Marvel movie, which, you know, I, I would have thought potentially if it was going to be a character like that would still be Black Panther, but I don't even think it's up well, there. Not as so, many people have actually seen it also. True. So yeah, that's, that's really my, my two cents on it. I, I had, I, I enjoyed that. There was a lot that I didn't know. We both also spoke about the fact that a lot of what we saw in the trailer was kind of the beginning of the movie. So a lot which of it was I, fresh, that, which I enjoyed that they, they didn't give too much away right. uh, in the trailers. I remember, I know that I haven't watched all the trailers or TV spots, but the stuff that I did see was primarily a lot of the opening uh, half hour, I would say of the movie. Agreed. Joe, do you want to go into your uh, Wong abomination theory? Because I know it's something that not a lot of people are really talking about, and we want to give you your fair shake at it on the show, put it on record. Yeah, so when we saw it last week, um, you know, we discussed, um, I think, uh, did we discuss that that people had the theory that, that Wong is teaching him yes. that day or that was after? No, it was after. And Benny actually, when we when, ben, when me and Benny met up, he actually said that also. So I don't believe that. I don't believe in that theory that Wong is actually teaching him. Um, I believe that Wong and Abomination are actually involved in like rigged fights through that through that fight club that the Shang Chi sister has actually built when you see them like after the fight and Wong opens up the portal. Um, it looks like he's bringing abomination to like a jail almost. And he says, he makes an off the cuff remark. Like I have to teach you how to like, like pull your punches or something like that. And to me, it kind of comes off like Wong and abomination are in cahoots when they start these fights. And I, I kind of flushed this theory out a little bit more. I wouldn't be surprised if um, Elaine Bennis is involved because I mean, who's going to, you know, break abomination out of what I'm assuming is a military prison since his incarceration from incredible Hulk. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think that you're going to see fucking abomination as sorcerer Supreme or in a Doctor Strange movie, I think that you'll see him in something else, but that him and Wong are kind of in cahoots a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't know I, how that plays into Wong's character. Right. I didn't think that until you said it. And then after you said it, it made a lot of sense to me. 
And then you think about the other post credit where, you know, Wong is talking about how serious the rings are. And then they're like, well, we have work tomorrow. And then they are, they're out doing karaoke. So Wong yeah. is just a character that kind of just wants to do his own thing and he doesn't do everything by the book necessarily. And Benny even mentioned some stuff from Dr. Strange that, you know, he's a little hypocritical when it comes to certain things. So he's not the most just person. No, in he's this not. Universe. He's he, Benny's right about that. He, you know, with, around Strange, he's very like, you got to be prim and proper and all this other shit. And obviously that's not the case. That's not how Wong operates when when Strange is not around. Plus, yeah, and, and Strange calls him blatantly out in uh, Infinity War when he's telling him, oh, I have a couple of rubies. I can't, you know, we don't, us sorcerers don't carry around money. Yeah, they don't carry and around he's, money. He's like, oh, I guess I'll tell the, I'll guess I'll tell the guy at the deli that. And he's like, oh, no, I can go for a tuna melt. $10 or whatever he says. <laughs> and then the other thing is when he's talking about the music in the beginning of Doctor Strange, He's like, oh, you know, they'll have a fit like Britney Spears or something. And then the next scene, he's listening to Britney Beyonce, Spears. Beyonce, yeah. Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a perfect example of just like, we don't know enough about Wong. You know, we feel that he's been around with Doctor Strange. Is he always around? We don't know. Like, you know, he might be just occasionally around. You know, he's. I don't know if he's in New York all the time. You know, he might be spending time, like you mentioned in the after credit scene. Again, the name escapes me. The city pretty much where they trained is where they say they the beacon, they sensed the, the power of it. So was he there? Like he's making it like he was there when they sensed it, that they that they that he wasn't in the sanctum. So, you know, he's probably moving around a lot and we're just not seeing it. And I think that maybe they might fit him into the TV shows. I feel like maybe well, we'll see him in Hawkeye. They could. They could. I also said that it would be funny if in Spider-Man, when he tells Strange not to cast a spell and he opens up that portal, if he's going to pick up Abomination to go do this fight. Yep. Agreed. That would be or, funny. Or, or he blatantly does something. Like, as soon as he goes on the other side, they show him doing a spell that is exactly like that, or like, yeah. you know, with those right. kind of repercussions. Just being reckless. Yeah. Okay. And then the, the, the other thing that I wanted to mention is something that uh, both Joe and I thought of during that post credit, they mentioned the uh, the rings and how old they are. And Captain Marvel has never encountered anything like them before. Or Hulk doesn't know their origin or based on their chemistry. And, uh, you know, Joe, Joe thought and I thought almost, you know, at the same time we discussed after the movie was over that this is going to where we're going to have our tie to Eternals because this thing they could be thousand years old. But. You don't see a lot of people on the internet really diving into that. I don't. Yeah, know it, why makes, or... it, it makes me wish that I had a TikTok to talk about because remember, I don't know if you remember the theory I talked about that I feel, which is there's ten rings, there's ten Eternals based on the promotion that we've seen. These rings may be, you know, they were either made for them, they had them at a point, they put them away for safekeeping for emergencies, you know, and somehow they were all found because. If you remember the beginning of the movie, they say that he either stole them or he found them like in a, in a crypt, essentially. So I definitely think that they're going to get acknowledged at the minimum. Maybe they're searching for them. Uh, maybe the deviants are searching for them. You know, they talked about that the Thanos snap in Eternals trailer is like what brings the deviants back. Maybe it's the beacon. Maybe it's the rings. You know, this could all be happening 
we don't know time. So we know that trailers can be very misleading with Marvel. They're very good at that. And I think that the beacon, they're saying that they've never seen anything like it. I think we're dealing with two different powers at different levels of, of infinity gauntlet snap, you know, versus the beacon, you know, which one is triggering the deviance. I think it, it makes more sense if the rings are tied to the eternals, that that's what's triggering the deviance now, you know, that uh, they're using them. So I'll throw this out there because I just thought of it. What if the beacon is calling for Galactus? Eat it up, nerds. Heard it here first. But but he but he but he's already in the eternal show. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I know the, the great likeness, eight eyes, <laughs> just like Jack Kirby drew him in the in the in the sixties. I'll my, crack the side uh, up. My, look, my thought on uh, I think they're definitely going to tie in. I don't know if I fall into that. They were each one of those guys. Like you're getting to Lord of the Rings for me. As they're going to go to Mordor to throw him into the fire after, but. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't think all these characters in this movie are going to survive. I think there's too way too many people in that movie. I hope they all or, die. Or, or it's a one-off. Wow. That would be cool if they all died, actually. It'd be like Rogue One. We don't, well, we don't well, we don't need them, in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, you weren't yeah. here before. Get out of here. Right. Don't need you. You didn't help me before. I don't need your help now. <laughs> right. I got well, people with I, a glove. I, I don't do think the they're all going to. I, don't, I think some will still linger, but I don't unless this is just a one off and this is just to expand the universe and they don't do another one. I can't see like a series of these movies with 10, 11, 12 different ca- characters like this. And I, I just don't see it. I still right. think this potentially may be may be their first bomb. All right. You listening? You ready for this? I'm going to go off the walls like I always do. My, um, my we go. dreaming. It was more Mofisto. No, fuck Mephisto. He can stay in the water. Ten rings. By the end of the movie, they get their rings back. They all put them on. They have to do something. They hold their hands. They bond. They make this crazy power. They kind of like disintegrate. Their energy becomes part of the earth. We get the mutants. Like some some form of their energy is what's going to give us a reason where people are going to start getting powers or it's going to awaken the X gene. I definitely think I know you keep saying that that this movie was done before that deal was done. I truly think that they can find a way to to do that, especially if it's like one scene. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be planned the whole time. They could say it was like a a backup plan. You know, the only way to get rid of the deviance is to use the 10 rings. Yeah, I don't agree with you. Okay, that's Jesus fine. fucking as, Christ. As, <laughs> as usual, we don't agree. That sounds well and good. I don't think the rings would have anything to do with it because it would be taking place during modern day. So that you would think that means Shang-Chi is going to be in the movie and provide them the rings. I don't think well, he's giving those rings up. No, neither do I. You don't think that Wong's holding on to them? No. No, I okay. think he took them back. And uh, for the mutant theory... I think they're tying that to WandaVision still because how Monica got powers by going through her her fake reality and then at the end of WandaVision it it blew up and it expanded. I think that's how they're gonna introduce mutants, in my opinion at least. I don't think this I don't think this movie is gonna have anything to do with that. I think I think you do have a better chance of something like Galactus, but that would fall under the same uh thought that this movie was kind of being made before the Fox deal was totally done. Uh, that's not to say they couldn't have done a reshoot or something for a post-credit scene or something along those lines. 
I still think both of those are, are very drastic views though. So I'm not just going against your view, Benny, but no, I get it. I get it. I just want, I feel like I want there to be hope for the movie. If have a reason for people to want to, you know, get into it by the end of it. I feel like it's going to, it has to connect to something, you know, the, that, that movie having that biggest question of you have been around and you've done nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Why are you wasting time giving us this movie? There's got to well, be. I think a we're just reason. getting more into the aliens and stuff like that of of expanding the universe, just like Shang Chi with the demons and the right. mythical creatures. Maybe they're maybe they're not thousands of years old from the past. Maybe they're thousands of years old from the future, and this has something to do with Kang. That could be. That very that well could be. Yeah. I mean, he is the big bad, right? Allegedly for Allegedly. this phase. And so. and obviously, as we know, as comic fans, he has traveled in the past as Ramatut. So they could do a spin where he traveled in the past with these fucking futuristic rings and I don't know, something went sideways and he ended up kicking it or something. And, you know, fake Mandarin here picked up the rings. <laughs> fake Mandarin. That that probably they is the best orange. theory that we've come up with so far on the show. I mean, you would think it would have to tie more into Kang. I I mean, unless Kang is the big bad for three three phases down, like Thanos was, you know, where he's not the big bad for the end of this phase anyway. Right. It, it could go either way. You don't know. Yeah. Well, we know he's in Ant Man, right? So yeah. whether they want to really overuse him or not but the the fantastical of aliens and maybe some more captain marvel style stuff with kree or scrolls or like it would make sense to tie them all into this eternal somehow just to flush out that universe a little bit more organically flush it out benny that organic tissue i mean it's collective tissue connective connective mine's mine's the organic now uh but you gotta make sure you push it back though to push it back. Okay. <laughs> when you listen to the rest of the show, you'll get you'll get that that reference. All right. I'll push it back. But I think that's see. it. Any any final thoughts on uh, Shang Chi, Eternals, What Ifs, Spider Man? Joe's Joe's drafting his uh, retraction statement on the multiverse shortly, so we'll make sure. I'm actually drafting a letter to 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 Big Kev, and he's gonna just fucking squash this whole movie. It's gonna. He's gonna Big release Kev. it. He's gonna release it. It's gonna be two hours of him giving the finger and saying "fuck you" for leaking all the all the details. <laughs> no multiverse. No. Get out Goodbye. with 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 the Kevin Feige smile. With, he just with has hat a smile. on. Yep. He has a hat that has a middle finger on it. That that is shape. <laughs> it's it's broken too. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> all right, gentlemen. So yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead, Benny. What were we gonna say? No, I was going to say, you know, so with with this whole multiverse thing, Joe, you know, with Spider-Man, I assume you've seen, we don't like to talk about leaks and stuff like that, so we won't go into detail, but I would assume you've seen stuff online. Like, you know, how, how do you feel? Like, is it like, oh, great, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna fuck this up or this ain't real. You know, they're, they're giving us a misdirection and it's going to be like three seconds of something and then that's it. No way. I, I still feel like this movie is uh, is going to be a powder keg for these nerds. And 
it's just not going to be satisfying for anyone. I said this to Paul a couple of weeks ago when the what leaked the pictures of of Garfield or it was there's been, the, been so much of it like set a lot of set set pictures. Yeah, I I had said to Paul a couple of weeks ago that you know this has got to be the send off for Toby and Andrew Garfield because yes, I feel like the both sure. of them got the shaft as far as like movie wise like Maguire went out and the pretty much loathed Spider-Man 3 and Garfield, you know, after he got Blue Electro, they're like, oh, we got to pull the plug on this. This is not good. <laughs> he didn't even get to three movies. So, I mean, it's got to be a finale for the both of them. But I kind of feel like whatever they do, fans will like it, but I think it's going to be very heavily criticized. Yeah. Oh, I think without doubt, it's the, the, the expectations are going to be way too high. And well, I they're feel already like all the, the leaks... Roof. Yeah, and with all the leaks now, it's just like I kind of feel like there's going to be some disappointment because there's literally no surprises. I also don't... They keep saying that there's like hints of Lizard and Sandman in the trailer, and I kind of just... you, do you guys? Am I the only one that doesn't see it? That I think that people are grasping at straws. Lizard, the lizard, the lizard. I see the Sandman thing is a stretch to me. Yeah, that's there's, that's, there's more, that's there's, what I there's think. There's more electro going on than anything. Yeah, in that scene. Yeah, right. I feel like it's just yeah, but the lizard one, like you, that you see, it looks like he tries to attack Spider-Man, and people were but, like, "Oh, it looks like Venom," but it looks more like Lizard to me. The problem is, it's so dark, and it's obviously done on purpose. Yeah. Could be anything. Yeah, it could just be some demon or something as they're casting the spell. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be Lizard. Right. Yeah. I mean, the big thing, too, is obviously the, the whole idea is that we're supposed to get the Sinister Sticks. If you're going to blatantly put in, at the minimum, confirmed three, four of the villains, yeah, you're not going to go three and four. You're going you're gonna to go six. The question Sony, is who the six are going to be. Sony know? has had a hard-on to do the Sinister Six since McGuire was doing Spider-Man. No, they've, I they've agree. They've had such a hard-on for it, and they they... Are trying to figure out any which way, and this is the only possible way to do it with Marvel's involvement. They, and they, and they, get held, a story they held Marvel, they held Marvel hostage for it. That's that's honestly that's the only thing I could think of, like how they how they struck the deal with Holland. They were like, listen, you got to fucking you got to throw us a bone here. Let's do Sinister Six. You know, fucking prop up our old fucking Spider-Man movies. Do something. You know, and you know, you could have Tom I Holland. I, I think, I think, uh, I think, uh, Big Kev, as you said, is he, he, I think he, he likes leaning into this stuff. And I think this is, while it's getting all the coverage now, I think Doctor Strange is going to be even crazier. Yeah. With the Fox properties and maybe yeah. some other stuff that was never came to fruition for movies that didn't happen or. Because we're going to see the Ben Affleck Daredevil in uh, Doctor Strange. I, it wouldn't surprise me, really. Ralph Boner, fix Ralph Boner. <laughs> Boner. I've said that. I, I think for sure we're getting an we're getting at least one X Men in there. I know there was leaked stuff, but I think even beyond that person, we're going to get someone else. And I hope the rumors pan out about them doing like the like the fan casting kind of shit in Doctor Strange, like the rumors, like of- the Tom Cruise Iron Man. Yeah, I hope they do some yeah, of that shit. That would be awesome. And and I hope that they they get one of these old MCU actors like Dolph Lundgren. No, Dolph no. Lundgren is Punisher. 
Sure. No, <laughs> no. he means he means like Rhodey, like the original Rhodey. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, or like or like have Evans Ed show up as like Human Torch, or or <laughs> or get get Robert Downey Jr. in there. Just cast him as somebody else. Just fucking completely fuck with people. Just throw him in yeah. there. Or I think that I think I mean we're we're everyone's focused on Spider Man because it's sooner, but I think Doctor Strange is gonna really fuck with everybody and it's gonna it's gonna wow some people probably i, yeah, I, I spider-man is, is too, near and dear to me departure. so I, i'll always i've and, and far from home was a uh, was on the near the top of my mcu list so i do have high expectations for it but it's going to be tough to live up to those expectations yeah time will tell we're very close to the to the hourglass getting empty. Yes. So well, we'll see if it gets delayed again. Hopefully not. Eternals is next, and we'll go from there, I guess. But yep. this was good. We got a, a three-man little power trip here. Threw you for a swerve. And swerving. Uh, swerving. Push it real good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's after this episode. I gotta go push it. <laughs> and with that, we'll leave it. We'll leave it. We'll push it, push it. <laughs> Joe's going to push it and we're going to push it back. See you guys. Push it real good.